Welcome to Referrals and Rants, your podcast about business development and sales, because it's not just about having a pretty business, but actually a business that brings in cha-ching, cha-ching, sales. I am your host, Antoinette Miner, and I thank you for joining me today. If you find that this podcast is of value, please share with a friend or two who have a business or are looking to get into business, and let's jump right in to this podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up, referrals and rants gang? I am back with a new podcast episode after quite some time and I knew that I needed to record something but I just I wasn't feeling one particular topic or another and I said you know what I really like to do these things when I'm in the moment like feeling passionate about it and because I am going to be a panelist at an upcoming event I was like you know what this might be a really good opportunity to do a episode on public speaking dun 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 I know people are not for it when it comes to public speaking but I'm gonna make a case for it and give you some tips on how you can do it get over the fear just be your best public speaking self, okay? Now, this podcast is just step one. There's going to be more things that you should be doing if you want to be successful at public speaking, whether it's for business or you just really want to get over the fear personally. Um, so we're going to talk about that today. I'm trying to think if there's anything new I should tell you. Nope, not really. Macy's here as usual. Uh, we're not recording this early in the wee hours of the morning today, but um, it is in the evening and people are out walking their dogs so Macy might go off at some point trying to be the boss of everybody so hopefully she doesn't get too crazy right okay public speaking why do I feel so strongly about this I feel that public speaking skills or public speaking in general is the one skill that goes underrated by most people because they don't want to do it or they fear it. And I can tell you now that public speaking has probably gotten me um, in certain spaces and through certain doors that otherwise would not have been open to me because I can present my ass off. And I think a good presenter is someone who is also a good public speaker. People, employers, I should say, employers really love when their employees can go out and not just you know, be a good employee, but also speak highly of the company and do public presentations. And sometimes that can, that can really push you ahead of the competition when it comes to getting a job or not getting a job. And I know that I have specifically won roles and positions because of my public speaking skills. Now, with that said, I am naturally someone who loves public speaking. I would rather talk to a crowd of 10 than a crowd of one or a room of one. And when you hear this, you're gonna be like, Antoinette, that sounds insane. But honestly, like 
when I'm talking one-on-one with people, I'm like, I got to look you in the eyes and you got to look me in the eyes and like, you can see into my soul and like, that's just way too much exposure. (laughs) Whereas if I'm talking to 10 people, there's way too much to focus on. Therefore, I'm not paying attention to just one individual person. Like I, 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 I'm just presenting to myself at that point and I'm really comfortable with just talking to myself. Now, yes, you do have to interact with the crowd, but I'm just letting you know that that's my reason for loving public speaking. Um, It does not bother me. I still do get very nervous, but I find that if you don't get nervous, then that means it's time to do something new. I always say, be nervous, like, but just use that energy in another way. And when you find out the best way that you can use your nervous energy to make um, a positive impact, that's when you know that you can be like, bomb at whatever it is that makes you nervous. So I also feel like public speaking is how you as an entrepreneur, if you are a business owner out there, need to put yourself in front of people. So again, whether it's a room of five investors that you need to talk to, or whether it's um, a room of 100 people and you're on a panel and they're telling you how it's... Hi, Mace. What's good, girl? Hold on, y'all. And Macy continues to live to ruin another podcast. She just wanted to get up here with me. Anyway, I was saying that if you are an entrepreneur or a small business owner, you have to learn how to present to a room of five, whether they're investors or a room of 100 people who want to learn what you're doing and they could be potential clients or potential mentees or potential consultations that you'll have in the future. So you have to learn how to public speak because that's what's going to put you in front of the people you need to see, quite honestly, like, there's no other fancy way to say that. Um, so I feel like this is a skill that people avoid. And because a lot of people avoid, there's bosses, there's investors, and there's other people who just throw that under the bus and be like, okay, well, no one's good at public speaking. No, 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 dog. Everybody can be good at public speaking. It's just about um, working on those public speaking skills to get to where you want to be. So with all of that said, here are my, I got 11 written down. We'll see how far we get. I ain't promising nothing. Anyway, number one, for me, it's all about finding your happy place. Yes, cliche moment, insert here, soft, fuzzy, warmy, Instagrammable quote, but um, truly and honestly, find your happy place. And for me, my happy place is high energy, motivated, encouraged, um, and that includes one, looking my best. So if that means that um, looking my best is going to get my hair done, then I gotta go get my hair done. Most of the times that does not mean getting my hair done. It means throwing it back in the bun because I really don't care. Um, But if I'm feeling like, you know what, I wanna be in my bag this day and I really wanna get my hair done, then I get my hair done. If that means finding a new outfit, we're not spending a whole bunch of money, but if we can go to Fashion Nova and get a $10 outfit and feel your best in that outfit, then do that. If that means you have something in your closet, don't wait until the last minute. Plan that outfit out beforehand. So if you need to look your best to present your best, that's what you need to do. Also for me, I need to listen to music 
there's no other way around this. Now, I remember in my business development days, I used to get in the company car and I would be praying for um, the route that I needed to take to get to the presentation to have the highway because I couldn't necessarily get away with this if I was just, you know, on the streets. But I would blast that music so loud because you can't really hear what somebody's blasting when you're both driving 70 down the highway. Um, but I would blast the music and it had to be ratchet. It had to be um, hip hop. Like hip hop has the most encouraging music. Like you want to feel like a boss, just turn on some Rick Ross, right? So I actually ended up making this Get Money playlist, um, I think maybe two years ago now, maybe three years ago, before I didn't really have a set playlist. It just was things that I really like listening to. Um, I will link my Get Money playlist in the description. Um, it's a title playlist. So if you have title, feel free to use it. This playlist is not just for public speaking, but for those days when I really feel like I need to be a mix between Rihanna, Blue Ivy, and Rick Ross on a yacht, I play this list. Um, when I'm feeling broke, I play this list because you attract what you think, right? So um, I need to do that. I need to be screaming the lyrics at the top of my lungs. If it's, an, if it's a Beyonce album, that has to happen. But honestly, this is I need to get into that space, and that seems to be music. So find whatever's going to make you get into that happy place whether it's mellowing out, some people like to do the spa thing and relax, that's absolutely fine too. But find that happy place, happy place so that way you can come across as um, encouraged, come across as confident, come across as motivated when you're doing that public speaking there. The second thing that I have is having a powerful opening statement. Now, an example of that is if I was to be on a stage and presenting about public speaking, my powerful opening statement might sound something like, who here fears public speaking? One, it speaks to an emotion. Two, it asks a question. So people have to give feedback, whether that's raising their hand or shouting something out. It requires some type of engagement. You could use, oh, sorry, knock the, the microphone around. You could use some type of motivational quote, something powerful. Um, it could be a story that you're going to tell, but tell the most interesting part of the story first. Um, like one day me and my grandpa walked down the street and the ice cream man came and gave us free ice cream. Who wants free ice cream? Cliche. Here we go. Insert most, uh, fuzzy quote on Instagram again, but either way, um, it grabs the attention because a lot of the time you have to play this game of balance where it's like knowing what you're going to say, saying it and keeping the attention of the crowd. And there's even been moments where I have I have stood there in silence because sometimes the background noise, you could be background noise as a public speaker and that silence is what's going to make your audience stop talking or your audience pay attention to you. And I'm sorry, I'm too important for people to not respect me and to be talking in the background. So I will stop and wait for them to pay attention to me. Um, but that opening statement will be the thing that you want to use to command your attention and keep that attention running. So have a powerful opening statement, powerful opening message, something of that sort. So that way you can command that attention and be confident throughout because you know that people are engaged in your speech. The third thing that I have is to see who's out there in the crowd now and, and feed off of their energy. You're always going to have most of those people who are not 
actively engaged unless you're somebody like Oprah or Brene Brown or somebody important. But while we, the little people, are still fighting for attention, you know, there's going to be a bunch of people or some folks who are just not engaged. Now, if you have not commanded the the attention of the entire room, then we know we need to strategize and, and pivot and, and turn. But for um, those situations where everything is going well, Find the ones that are most engaged and stick to them. Those are who you're going to, those people that you're going to look at throughout the presentation, feed off of their energy. And the best way to explain this is to go on YouTube, look at a Beyonce video or a Beyonce concert and notice how the fans that are the loudest, the fans that are the most engaged, the fans that are hollering, screaming, doing the most, she's the one that she's most likely to look at and perform to. That is, that's who she's going to talk to. So if one side of the room is not doing what they're supposed to be doing, they're not as loud as the right side of the room, she's going to stay on to the other side. Um, and I promise you, there's videos out there. She likes to engage with the crowd, the ones that are out there making it, making it an enjoyable experience for her and she's feeding off of their energy. So you should do the same. Find the ones that, that are sticking around, paying attention and engage and, and think of it as like a one-on-one conversation with them. Right. So now you've eliminated other people in the room and you're just focused on them, even though you're speaking to the whole entire room. I hope that makes sense. Um, Four, find a support group, whether that's Toastmasters or a mastermind group. So that way you have a room full of people who are also learning how to publicly speak or they are experts at public speaking and you can feed off of them, uh, find out what it is that they do, their best practices and things like that. Go to a public speaking class. I promise you, I promise you, you will get the most bang for your buck out of a public speaking class. And this is where you will learn how to really sell yourself. I had the pleasure of taking public speaking when I was in college. And then I also took public speaking um, as part of Dale Carnegie sales classes. And by the way, I won the uh, competition in Dale Carnegie class as the best presenter in the class. Thank you very much. <laughs> Pat on my back. Um, but anyway, <laughs> that's not the point. The point is that I got to present in front of a room full of people who were also there learning. Therefore, it took the pressure off, but I still understood the lesson. Um, so I think that everybody should take a public speaking class because you will learn how to present yourself in the best way possible. And that will translate into other things, even if you are not planning to be a professional public speaker. So take a public speaking class, join Toastmasters, something of the sort. Write it down. Write down what you want to say. Now, there is an art to this. I cannot plan out my speeches. Now, maybe if I was doing some type of speech in front of Michelle Obama herself, I probably would want to write down every single word that I want to come out, come out of my mouth so I don't stumble. So that way I say what I want to say and that it is perfect. But for the most part, I know that I stumble sometimes when I have everything written down or I will read it word for word on the piece of paper and I won't engage with the audience. So for me, writing big, bold points works best. And then because I already know what I'm saying or I know I'm the expert in that field or I know exactly um, what I want to convey to the audience, I can fill in the gaps just like that. But if you are someone who is maybe forgets what you're going to say or you need leads and you need to 
have it written down so that way you can practice it word for word word for word, please write it down. Um, there is no problem with having your speech right up there in front of you. Uh, it'll take the pressure off of, of just doing it off the dome. And you can always refer back to that speech if you get lost or you're not sure what the next thing you're supposed, what's the next thing you're supposed to say. So definitely I encourage you to use notes and things like that. I also love to tell my people up front how many points I have. So when we started this podcast, I was like, all right, I got 10. That way they're like, all right, this was three. Let me write it down. This is four. Let me write it down. Okay, now we're at 10. So there's one more. So that way they know what to anticipate. Sometimes people get lost because you don't lay it out for them. You just start talking. Um, But lay it out for them or connect them to the present them what they will get out of it or give them the conclusion and then say hold on I'm going to connect the dots with you in a second um so you can tell them what to expect and that also keeps you on task and it it holds you accountable for what you are supposed to be sharing in your speech as well remember to smile a smile will get you a long way. Sometimes they don't even think about what you're saying. They just see you smile and they're like, oh my gosh, I like this person. And then you have, what is it? The halo effect. And what I was telling, what I was telling you guys in the other episode, the likability factor, a smile goes a very, very long way. Be comfortable with the sound of your own voice. I find that sometimes it's the fear of hearing yourself speak. And I will tell you when I was younger, I hated the sound of my own voice. All right small story. In middle school, I had the opportunity to be like a senior ambassador, an eighth grade ambassador, I guess a senior of middle school. What is that? I don't know, I guess. Basically, I was part of this little committee that was going to make a video for the incoming sixth graders. And they got to watch that before they when they were leaving fifth grade and coming into sixth grade. So I got to show them the school with the other kids and talk about lunchtime. And this was the first time that they were going to be moving back and forth between a homeroom and different subjects. And I just remember taking that video home at the end of the year. And I hated it so much that I recorded over it, like some music videos or something like that. And looking back on it now, I would love to have that video just to see it and see where I, my little eighth grade self was. But I hated my voice so much that I didn't want to see it ever again. And so I I find that a lot of people don't publicly speak because they don't want to hear themselves talk. Not in a sense where people don't really like you know, people love to, to talk. People love to talk about themselves, but they don't really like the sound of their own voice. And sometimes even with rec- recording on a podcast, some people are uncomfortable with that, but get comfortable with the sound of your own voice. If that means talking to yourself in the house, in the shower, practicing it that way, listening to it, um, recording and then listening to it again, that's what you got to do. Get comfortable with it. And that way, can nobody tell you that your sugar, honey, I see stinks because it don't because you already know what it sounds like and you're already laid in it right so get comfortable with the sound of your own voice and that will definitely help with your public speaking I love to ask the audience questions as well this is point number nine by the way when I have a speech prepared sometimes if the room is really small or I'm not exactly sure how things are going to go a lot of times you can show up to events and um, not really know it really is not what you expected it to be or things have changed. And in that case, um, I will just say, you know what? I have this whole thing planned out, 
But I want to answer your questions. And people find that that's much more enjoyable than just being just listening to something Um, and I always make it a point to tell people that like I don't want to talk at you I want to talk with you so sometimes depending on the situation I will accept the questions as I'm doing this speech or I will throw the whole speech away and just say hey we all know what we want to learn and you know what you came here to do so let's let's do a Q&A and then at certain points I will stop and maybe insert pieces of my speech here and there but for the most part Let's go off the cuff. Let's talk together and that will take the pressure off of you. So if you feel like I can't do this because I'm scared or something like that, take the pressure off of yourself and do a Q&A. You know what you're talking about. You can answer the questions like you would a friend or a girlfriend and all that other stuff. Do it that way instead. And last but not least, I have here to use visuals. And this is number 10. I told y'all like, don't expect 11. Um, because I realized nine and 11 were the same thing, but anyway, (laughs) use visuals. So if you have a PowerPoint presentation, um, obviously we all have learned in middle school and high school, don't read word for word off of the PowerPoint, but use it as a compliment to your speech. So it gives people something to look at, um, makes it more interactive. You can do polls and questions through it, um, and use it as a guide for yourself too. Cause sometimes if you have not written it out and you need some other speaking points, except for the note like if you didn't write notes for yourself either you can use the powerpoint as a visual to make uh things spicy in your public speaking so these are my public speaking tips and like I said it's not comfortable for most and if it's not comfortable then that means you need to lean into it and practice just practice 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 and I would suggest booking yourself some public speaking opportunities and making some cash off of them. But for the first few of them, just use them as opportunities to to be better and use them as opportunities to practice because at the end of the day, you're going to get your shark tank call and they're going to ask you to present the details of your business and you're going to have to figure out a way to wow some investors wow some potential clients, wow some customers, and you do that with public speaking. So take the time now to master that as opposed to waiting until it happens. And then there's a possibility for it all to go downhill. So uh, thanks for listening to this podcast. And um, if you want to come hang out with me on May 18th, if you're in the Philadelphia area, I will be speaking on a panel at an event hosted by the uh, Philadelphia Association Philadelphia Association of Black Journalists. It is going to be a media access workshop. And there's only room for 100 people, so you definitely want to get on the list now. It is a free event to attend. um, And I'll be talking about digital marketing. I honestly don't know why little old me is going to be on this panel because I'm going to be sitting there learning like, oh, girl, for real? Let me, oh, I didn't know that either. But this is an event for those of you who are looking to learn public relations, media pitching, um, access to reporters, and there actually will be live journalists and reporters at this event and on these panels. So if you are looking to get any of this information for free, 99, you need to be there. Um, Or if you just want to come hang out with me, that's fine too. You can register at pabj.eventbrite.com. And I'll also put that in the description as well. So, ooh, look, we finished in less than 30 minutes 
and that is perfect because I am going to go see my little cousin's talent show this evening, so that should be thoroughly entertaining. Anyway, see you guys on the next episode of Referrals and Rants, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Referrals and Rants. Remember, if you found this of value, please share with one or two friends that could use the information. If you have ideas about future episodes or you have questions, feel free to send them over to referralsandrants at gmail.com and follow me, your host, Antoinette Minor, on all social media platforms at Antoinette K Minor or, sorry, on Twitter at Antoinette-TYP, something like that. You know where to find me, AntoinetteMinor.com, and I look forward to having you on another episode of Referrals and Rants.